Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One is Mark and John's the other. They love the holidays and the presents. It's two queens, it's two queens. It's the Mary Kelly Aldi's Jubilee. It's two queens, it's two queens. Five golden rings. Hello. Oh, <laughs> welcome to Jewel Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, Mark, my heart is warm. Please let everyone know who's joining us this week. They're an actor, writer, director, and co-host of the podcast opening weekend. It's Jason O'Connell. Yay! Hi, <laughs> thank you so, so much for having me. Thank I'm so for- excited to be here. Thank you for being here. This is our last mm. Christmas episode of the yes. year. Our final oh, Christmas episode. You're here. I feel so honored. <laughs> I feel so honored. I love them. From Gremlins. I was listening to that the other night. The Gremlins sure episode. Classic one. Mwah. Chef's kiss. <laughs> love it. Before love we it. get into the movie, Jason, you went to college with John. Is that right? That's, that's that is correct. Right. Now, I would Australia. be at fault to not ask okay. for any embarrassing stories about John. <laughs> if you have I'm sure anything. he doesn't have a one. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't really <laughs> have any embarrassing. No, we would just. You know, I mean, they're, if it's embarrassing for him, it's embarrassing for me. We would just, well, that works. Works. <laughs> we would, 
<laughs> no, sometimes a Madonna listening party or two. We break out, you know. sure. We did sure. bond because I, I, we sort of first became friends because I had, and this is a perfect timing because it's like the anniversary, the sex book. Right. I had the sex book. And so there's a lot. It was like my first year at Hofstra. You opened, you cracked open the foil? I cracked oh, open the foil. Sure wow. And that horrible <laughs> binding. And so a lot of, I made friends with a lot of people because they're like, you have the sex book? And like people come over, we'd listen right. to erotica, we'd hang out. I'd give it them their space in some cases. Yeah. <laughs> you give them the ill. <laughs> no, I didn't. This is why I you didn't. keep it in the wrapper, John. <laughs> yeah, I didn't they need keep to be alone. No, with you the keep book. yourself in the wrapper. I oh, see. God. <laughs> well, yes, no, like, I think I sat there with you and maybe that's Cuba. True, yeah. And we, yeah, we Greg Cuba. Yeah, well, John offered a, shoulder rubs to people. <laughs> <laughs> you guys sure you seem really uptight? I don't know why. <laughs> No, it was very, it, there was something, it, it was about as wholesome as uh, reading Madonna's sex could be. You know, yeah. it's just like sitting there, maybe we had a little a fresca or something. And we just like, kind of, <laughs> sure. a PBR, you know. right. <laughs> and it was, it was December of 92, I think, or yeah. maybe November. I don't remember. What something around that time. Yeah. Right around this time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I did. And what else did we did? A, we did a very... Bad we did that play together. called Gammergurton's Needle from like mm-hmm. the 1500s or something the like plays that. from the 1500s? Yeah, it was like part of like the Hofstra Shakespeare Festival. So it was like old restoration plays. Oh, yeah. And it was like a 40 minute play that yeah. was performed twice, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, did not, it wasn't, wasn't much of a run. And but, I believe uh, our closing night, someone in the audience shat themselves. Oh, what? Because it was we so good. Know. No, I, I don't know what happened, but we were in the we were like on stage and we're like, people are leaving in droves. It was like a Sunday matinee. We're like, what's going on? It was so oh. crazy. We didn't get the smell. The smell had not hit the stage. Oh but apparently, God. but we were all backstage going, what is going on? It was so crazy that like just huge sections of the audience were getting up and leaving from this play. It was like, there's nothing controversial about this play. It's been around for <laughs> 500 know. years, you know? Like, right. And then we found yeah, out we, later, we oh, we someone had an accident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, Man, yeah, we're, we're really, really sticking, sticking it to it over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take that Long Island senior citizens. <laughs> well, that's I would when you start seeing. Theater, I would imagine okay. a theater audience is probably full of people who shit themselves all constantly well, during those productions. <laughs> I would sure. assume that's actually true. What they, what it you was start the to best fear. lesson that Hofstra taught us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just make way for the elderly. <laughs> Yeah, I think I thought it was like a, like somebody had a heart attack and they were going to get help or something. But not, <laughs> but the sad thing is, not that many people would leave to get help. No. <laughs> people would leave. The smell of shit someone, would dry Someone else got people. up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I saw that guy make a move. I can I can enjoy the restoration hijinks. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. No. And then uh, and then I directed. That's right. Uh, John directed. Uh, one of my one-person shows, Dance with Pitchforks. Confessions oh, yes. I've seen that. Um, you saw that one, yes. He did. Yeah, when I did out here in L.A., yeah. So Jason and I, we uh, long in storied history go back. But you, Jason, have a one-person show about Batman. Interesting. Yes. Interesting, yeah. called The Dork yeah. Knight. Mm-hmm. You are wearing a Batman shirt right now, we should point I'm wearing, out. I'm wearing, I have many Batman shirts. Oh, excuse for me. You. <laughs> no, no, I, don't, I didn't mean it like that. I'm just saying I had a, a, this is an actual Batman Returns shirt from 92. Yeah, and it still fits. Um, God bless you. Well, I was, you know, I was morbidly obese then too. No, well, you're I, swimming in it. No, I know. Yeah, this is like I don't know. This is like a maybe a one XL. Um, okay, but it's uh, yeah. I found it at my. I was at my mom's recently, and I found it. I was like, oh my god, I still have this shirt. And then I brought it home, and I thought, when will I ever wear this? And today's the day. <laughs> so this right? is a yeah. better day. Um, 
Yeah, but no, the, yeah, the Dork Night is, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an autobiographical show. I've done it, uh, I've done it at Joe's Pub and other theaters mm-hmm. uh, here in Manhattan, the Cherry Lane, and uh, some other venues. Yes. And it's about me seen through the prism of my obsession with the Batman movies specifically from 89's Batman when I was in high school. (laughs) And it kind of, it like synthesized, it was, it was everything that I kind of, I was very obsessed with Nicholson and Keaton as actors when I was in high school. Those were like my go-to guys Uh before they were ever in this together. And then I was also a big comic book fan when I was younger. And so it kind of felt like, the universe made a movie for me. And, uh, <laughs> so, wait, so what happened when you first heard that 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 first Batman was happening? Because also that was a time when like no one was doing superhero movies. And I right. remember before that first Batman came out, people were like, "This is going to be ridiculous." Because all anyone thought of a Batman was the was the TV series, which was very campy. And so people were like, this is going to be a flop. It's going to be terrible. Right. But and like, especially because they cast yeah. Michael Keaton and they thought, well, they're clearly leaning into comedy. And so, so no, yeah. it was it was a really interesting kind of left turn to cast uh-huh. somebody known only for comedy at that point in what was at that time a really serious version of the, <laughs> the character. I didn't know what to expect from it. I just loved that all the players were involved because mm-hmm. I also loved Burton too. From sure. Yeah. Beetlejuice especially. And that was right after, I think they waited for what, what I remember reading was that Beetlejuice, the, Warner Brothers was waiting for the opening weekend to see how it did before they would announce that they were going to give the green light to Burton directing Batman. Mm-hmm. So it all kind of tumbled forward very quickly. Like I was already into uh-huh. those actors I remember going to see Beetlejuice on opening night and it kind of blew my mind. I thought Keaton mm-hmm. was amazing. I just love yeah. the whole sensibility of it. And then it was like a week later, they announced those two guys are making a Batman movie with Jack Nicholson, who was, <laughs> I, was my god and savior. And so I just, I didn't know, I just, everything short-circuited. And then it was a year of just waiting, anticipating uh, the film. And for me, it didn't disappoint. I had some friends who were kind sure. of let down by it, either because it wasn't serious enough or it was wasn't tim burtony enough or whatever you know but my, i i love it i remember at the time it came out you're like oh my god it's, it was so dark but then you watch right. it now you're like it's fine yeah <laughs> it's exactly. Cartoony, you know? <laughs> exactly and the funny thing is then right a couple years later this one comes out and people said oh well now he's pushed it too far with the too darkness dark. yeah but i think it's but i in rewatching it i'm like this might be the campiest of of all the original ones that meaning the first four in the 80s, oh, 90s. Really? I actually I actually think, I don't know that it's the gayest, but I think <laughs> it might be the campiest, but I don't know. I mean, maybe not, maybe not. Do you have, a, is this, um, do you, like, how would you rank, like, the Nolan ones and then this new one, the Batman one? Like, do you have a favorite Batman actor? Bactor? It's probably <laughs> Bactor. <laughs> Um, uh, backting is always important. You got to, um, <laughs> it's not just the front. If you can. Exactly. And uh, I actually have, some, I, I've worked with directors where like, I like backting. I like to see the back, you know, on stage. Like, <laughs> You're like, oh, while rubbing it's, your it's shoulders. My, yeah, well, just, exactly. <laughs> Nothing but I was in a steam room when they say that. <laughs> Take a look at this sex book. It's out of the foil. <laughs> okay, erotic, John. Erotic. <laughs> You want me to direct you in what now? <laughs> um, I I still think Keaton is my favorite I get, I, in yeah, terms uh-huh. of the actors, and then it would be for me Christian Bale. I really do love the the Dark Knight trilogy and the and mm. the first two Burtons. I love those kind of equally equally for very different reasons. Don't care for the Schumachers, and I don't <laughs> care for I don't I don't like the Ben Affleck stuff, and I I did oh I'm sure one, yeah. 
I'm in the I'm I know I'm in the minority, but I didn't I didn't really care for the Batman. It didn't really? do it okay. for me. That was, the, was first, the Batman I thought was the first time Batman himself was the most interesting character in the movie. I, yeah. see, I think in the, I think the Nolan movies he was. I think I think in, I mean the middle Not one. Compared to Heath Heath Ledger's Ledger's Joker, come but on. that's only one <laughs> yeah. of the three movies. I think he was. Bane I think the was first fun. and the third. Bane was good. Is, so so is it just because there aren't memorable villains in the new one? Maybe that's it. Although Colin Farrell's pretty it. fun, I think he's good. Colin he's Farrell's having a good time. I didn't mm. care for Paul Dano. I didn't. Care he was for a real goofy. Take on the Riddler. He got real yeah. goofy. Yeah. Yes, I didn't care for, it, but I loved Colin Farrell. Actually, yeah, he was, he was, he was I'm excited for that. Uh, there's gonna be like a Penguin series. That I'm, that I'm into. But I don't like that that little scene with the Joker in the prison. We don't need that, it. We don't we, need Joker. Give us Doctor Zaz or you know Doctor Zaz. Zaz. What's his exactly. name? Mixoplick. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, no, you had not Doctor Zaz. Uh, what is it? It's uh, is it. Is it's Professor Zaz. Is it a, Zaz. No, he's a is it the crazy Victor doctor Victor Zaz. There's Victor Freeze. Victor Freeze, and then Zaz is like, is he a doctor? He's just he's a, a psychiatrist, a, a senator. No, no, no. He's like a psychiatrist who like oh. analyzes. Isn't he the comptroller of Gotham City? No, he's the um, provost. The provost. He figures out things. Batman's identity is his thing. Like he's like okay. a, he's like a psychiatrist. He's like fucked up. He's he uses psychiatrist tricks to be to figure out Batman's identity. Yeah, you know, as you do. Sure. Are you into the comic books, Mark? Because I'm Here and not there. anymore. I, I no, have, it's been a long time since I've read any of them. I think the but, last yeah. thing I read was the Court of Owls like run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I you know I have a feeling like whenever the Batman Two comes out or whatever they call it, uh, <laughs> it may it, sometimes because I, I think Batman Begins. As much as I do like it. I think it wasn't until The Dark Knight came out and I was like, well, I really like this. But then I went back mm. and it kind of sure. reappraised. So I, it might have that Maybe. effect for me, too, if the second one yeah. ups the ante and stuff. But I uh, like all the Nolan I think, ones. I don't think they're bad by any means. Like the third one oh, I thought uh, was, I like that they actually like ended a Batman. It felt like, oh, this is a way to end a Batman story. Like this is how Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne's story can end. And I really like that. That I loved that about it too, and I know a lot of people say, "Well, he would never retire." It's nice to have a story let that has an actual end. Let him have an arc. <laughs> let him have a happy ending. Sure, uh, it, you know, not not a you know sex book massage <laughs> Hofstra Thank University you. campus happy Thank ending. Thank you, no. John. Oh well, there's nothing wrong with that either. We, we have a few more people well, joining the Zoom <laughs> to confront John with his <laughs> oh, with, his, with his crimes. Um, no, but I say that in my show too. I actually have I I found the um, Dark Knight Rises. I actually found it very cathartic as a fan of the movies and as somebody who grew, grew up with the character and grew up yeah. with the films. And then found myself saying, "Wow, this is very surprising that they chose to actually end the story and and focus on the man mm-hmm. behind the costume and what he would really want." And and and, and he says it in Batman Begins a lot. He talks about uh, not wanting to do it forever, which you never really hear a version no. of Batman talk about. It's mostly just, right. there's the mission. There's the mission. <laughs> and it's like, all right, okay, calm down. Um, but ironic, yes. and we also just lost the best Batman ever, I would say, would be Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Yes, yes. Honestly, I think he's probably the best. I, oh, I'm, this is an unpopular 
uh, opinion. I, there we go. I'm, there I'm, we so, go. You no, don't like voice just, actors. just in time for Christmas. No, I like. <laughs> I, I know he's wonderful, but yeah, no, I guess it's that the, the fullness of the performance that you get from uh, an actor in a live action. Sure, I know what you're saying. It's the thing that. Sense. So yeah, it's yeah. it's hard when somebody says he's the best one, and then it's like well, these other guys who put on that costume and had to figure <laughs> out a walk and had to punch people. And, you Robert Pattinson had a great walk. Had a great walk. great walk. Great he did. Walk. He had a cool costume. I love that the cowl was kind of oh, was the most piece. like a, yeah, and yeah. it was very Adam Westy in its way. Yeah, it, it was. Like, yeah, you like could that. see the seams of the nose and stuff. Right. Yeah, I thought it was pretty. All right, I love the Batman. What am I there saying? There we go. <laughs> That's oh. all I wanted to hear. His heart grew three sizes. And on that cheery <laughs> note, uh, today, if you couldn't figure it out, we're talking about Batman Returns specifically. John, what's the deal with Batman Returns? Mark, let me tell you the deal with Batman Returns. It was directed by Tim Burton, written by Daniel Waters, based on the DC Comics character Batman. It's a sequel to the movie Batman and the second installment in that the 1989-97 Batman series. And super vigi- superhero vigilante Batman faces off with the wealthy industrialist Max Shrek and deformed crime boss Oswald Cobblepot slash Penguin who seek power, influence, and respect regardless of the cost to Gotham City. Their plans are complicated by Selina Kyle, Shrek's formerly meek secretary who seeks vengeance against Shrek as Catwoman. It stars Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer, Christopher Walken, Michael Goh, Pat Hingle, and Michael Murphy. It was released on June 16th, 1992 and made $266.8 off a budget of $80 million. Roger Ebert called it odd and sad, but not exhilarating. And Kenneth Turn of the LA Times wrote, Burton's dark melancholy vision is undeniably something to see, but it is a claustrophobic conception, not an, not an expansive one, oppressive rather than exhilarating, and it strangles almost all of the enjoyment out of the movie without half trying. Despite that, it received two Oscar nominations for Best Makeup and Best Visual Effects. Didn't win either of them. DeVito was nominated for Worst Supporting Actor at the Golden <laughs> Raspberry Awards, and Michelle Pfeiffer was nominated for Most Desirable Female in the 1993 MTV Movie Awards. And that is the deal with Batman Returns. So, Jason, we asked you to pick a Christmas movie or holiday movie, whatever <laughs> floats your boat, and you chose Batman Returns. Why Batman Returns? I, well, my Batman obsession plus my love <laughs> of getting you presents. You know, um, I I really I I really like this movie. I, I really do. I really do like it. And I know you know a lot of people say, well, is, how how much of a Batman movie is it versus how much of a Tim Burton movie? It's Tim Burton all the way. And we find out like with Edward Scissorhands, we're like, oh, this guy's really. He's got some issues surrounding Christmas, right? And then he, <laughs> he continues to explore those for like three movies in a row. And uh, I, I, I kind of I love the Tim Burtoniness of it all. And I said, I actually said we haven't reviewed this one on uh, opening weekend yet, but we did do a our our favorite superhero movies. We did like a top ten list, mm-hmm. you know, me and my co-hosts uh, Fred Berman and Dan Matisa and. I was the only one who had Batman Returns in my top 10. I think it came in at like number nine. And and what I said about it was, is it a great Batman movie? I don't know, but it's a really great Michael Keaton's Batman movie because Michael Keaton's Batman is odd and weird and (laughs) kind of antisocial and a little uh, and depressive and... uh, 
you know, kind of has lots and lots of issues and he's dark and so on. And that's the movie. That's the world of the movie. And I like it. I like that. I like all the fractured freaks and I like Christmas movies that, you know, like I said, Gremlins is also a, a big one for me that I, yeah, I, I love it. I, you know, I don't feel it's just that it's set at Christmas time. I think there's something there's the the sour and the sweet mixed together. The grotesque mm-hmm. and then with the yeah, <laughs> yeah, you love I a like grotesque that. Christmas. Yeah, well, you know, I just saw I just saw Violent Night. I went. Oh yeah, we just saw it too. We saw it too. Loved it. Did so you? much fun. So did I. Loved it. Yeah, I took my Absolutely mom. Great. My mom loved it. Your <laughs> mom loved it. Hilarious. Wow. Is she, she Dave really Harbor fan? It. No, she isn't. Not my niece now. Is. I bet my niece now. Well, yeah, she thought he was wonderful. <laughs> but my my niece is a big Stranger Things fan. She's only like eleven. Oh yeah. She, wants to she wants very badly to go see it and i'm like no i don't think it's i don't think it's for you but she's she loves david harbour and so do i i'm like i, I, I just want to he's so good i just want to i just want to be him <laughs> i really i get it you know you know <laughs> i do i do he's just so so that's good. what three guys say when they want to fuck somebody yeah <laughs> I, th- I guess so i guess that's what it that's is what, what you're feeling now is you want to yeah. fuck him that's what that yeah, is he's just okay. so it's fine. He's just, he's just, he's, he's handsome. He's funny. He's mm. charismatic. He's you beefy. Know, he's, seems fun. Yeah. Seems I like wrong, that. I like but this. not in a steroidy way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He takes off the Santa suit. Like he plowed like a field. His, yeah. He could plow any, my field. You know what I'm <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so it sounds like you're a big fan of Batman Returns. I am. I am. Uh, what <laughs> about you, John? First time seeing it? No, no, no. I definitely seen it when it came out. I'm, Imagine I'd seen it once or twice around, you know, since then. Um, it's not something I saw a lot, but rewatching it, yeah, it's funny because like it does kind of feel like a Christmas movie, especially at the beginning and especially at the very end when there's all the presents like, and well, no, Christmas but like there's something about the ceremony. end, especially. <laughs> what I think is interesting, like hearing you talk about this being like a great Michael Keaton Batman movie, is that I feel like with this movie, Michael Keaton's great, but he's not in it that much, or it's no. not he's not the focus of it. Like there's not a lot of and I, I actually really appreciate and like that. And I think I, I think if you're going to do a franchise with a main character, you have to have times where you let them rest instead of being like, no, it has to be like, I think a, a, a more egotistical actor than Michael Keaton would have been like, I need, we need more of what's going on with Bruce. We need more of this. And it's like, no, we don't. We kind of just need him to sort of do like, here's like, have a movie or two where it's him just sort of punching the like clock a James as it Bond were. kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't well, always need heard- an arc. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does and I have an he, arc in this. He part. does, but it's not like forced. It doesn't feel shoehorned or like you you need to have it because you need to have it. He's very interesting in that because I've read this too that he actually went through the script and he would say like I'm saying too much. I'm saying too much. Like he would cut lines. Yeah. He's like he's like he's I, I wouldn't say much there. Bruce wouldn't say much there. Batman doesn't talk that much, and he kind of really shaved it down to like what he thought was essential you know or uh-huh. like, in terms of like suggestions on the set because sure. when you look at it it's like it's t- like 25 minutes before he even says anything yeah and i think he says we'll see he's uh, that man <laughs> i think the first thing he says we'll see and then he goes away for like three more scenes <laughs> i think the first time bruce wayne talks like with michael keaton's voice is when he's sitting there watching the penguin on tv and mm, right. at that point a lot of shit has happened and right. i'm like oh right batman's in this but but in a way it feels like and I think this is something that's very Tim Burton-y too. I feel like Catwoman and Penguin yeah. and Shrek are yeah. all like kind of extensions of him in a weird way, like phases of his person. I mean, the Catwoman is that essentially desire. every Batman's rogue gallery though? Like they're all like I guess so. Yeah, but that's why slices of his brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which but then that means that if you 
you examine those and then you're they're all like uh, points on the the wheel yeah. of batman <laughs> and he doesn't have to quite comment as much on that mm-hmm. you know there's the, the the twisted orphan like everything that he feels about himself is i think uh, embodied by the penguin and then the what he could have been the billionaire gone wrong that's shrek i mean there's a lot i don't know i think there's something maybe i'm giving it too much thought too much credit <laughs> how dare but, you no. on a podcast where we're talking about this for 90 minutes <laughs> no but you know what i mean so, no but i, I, I really did appreciate his his not just his sort of comfortableness at sort of uh, hanging back a little bit and how well that that worked well for the overall movie. Uh, But how about you, Mark? What is your history with Batman Well, you didn't say if you liked it or not. Oh, I think it's great. Oh, okay. I think it might be... (laughs) I haven't rewatched the first one in a long time, but since we have watched all the other ones in this... Is there some... Is there like a word for this sort of like these four movies? Because they're not all Tim Burton. Really? They're not all... But they they all feel like they're four of a P, you know, like... Yeah, I think they called it at one point. There's like a box set that's like the uh, the, the 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 quadrilogy or something. But I mean, <laughs> I have a box set. Hold on, one second. yeah, it says something. Or the anthology. I think it's like the night the Batman anthology, 1989 to 1997. Uh-huh. I think they have they have Pat Hingle and Michael Go in common. They Those two and all of them. The four Blu-ray thing uh-huh. I have with the four. They just call it Batman Collection. So they really okay, phoned gotcha. it in with that one. Gotcha. <laughs> like, we test we test group this and this is everyone Batman, liked it. A collection of Batman movies. What more do you want? But so I you think like it this might be, it might be my the... favorite of the four. But I have I would want to rewatch the first one before I said that. Opinion. This is definitely better than the first one, I would say. It feels more confident and sure of itself. It, it definitely. It I definitely bet. does because because Burton was very much making a movie that was more of a kind of a studio movie last time. I mean, I think uh-huh. he just had to answer to so many masters. I really like the first Batman. I mean, I love the first Batman and I might uh-huh. love it more than this, uh-huh. but, but it's not as per, this is so personal. And this is so, like you say, Mark assured, this is so much more yeah. confident in, in its vision because the guy behind the wheel is really making all the the calls and i think in the first one he was just answering to so many people producers right. in the studio yeah, of course in a way that he you know his deal this time was i get to do sure, what I want. Like, yeah <laughs> you know um yeah yeah my well, wife this is her favorite one this is her favorite one i, I think it's a lot of like they just had it at the new beverly a few weeks ago like now it's like uh-huh. in revival it has a whole new like resurgence like in the last yep. few years people are like really coming to like embrace it again mm-hmm. yep yeah well how about you mark are you embracing it again i've always liked it how dare you um <laughs> i bought the i had it on vhs i remember having uh-huh. i had that cool vhs um it's great is it a little slow at times yes absolutely sure. but i just love the art direction is like perfect and yeah. I mean Michelle Pfeiffer, and I'm sort of she's shocked incredible. that Danny DeVito was like got a Razzie because I think he's amazing in this. I think he's so funny. I like, agree. Some of the dialogue is really like funny, and it's got jokes. Yeah, Daniel um, and the Waters action scenes are some of the like least interesting parts of this movie. Like, get back to them just like on a date. Like that's yeah. that stuff's more interesting <laughs> than like any like. Exactly. exactly. Watching a bunch of penguins waddle with. Uh... I do love the penguins. <laughs> it's cute. I'm never but, mad yeah. at the penguins. <laughs> well, you don't blame the penguins. No, no, no. But I remember as a kid, we're always thinking like when we saw in theaters, like what's with the penguins like doing a procession? Like, what well, is fucking weird? But now, like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it does. There is something like hermetic. It all does feel like very soundstage bound and like hermetically sealed yeah. and a little totally. almost like clinical in a way but it's also beautifully rendered it's like the, my favorite gotham city i think yeah just because yeah. it's, it's you just want to like live in it and like walk through those like that city square it's just like so gorgeous right enjoy the architecture 
Yeah. I, I was watching it uh, again last night and I thought at one point I thought, my God, all the, it, yeah, it's, it's the most beautiful looking of, of all the, the early films and maybe, so. of, and maybe of any Batman movie in a way. And, and I think the, the characters look so good. The design, the yeah. costume designs, yeah. Batman looks so good. Catwoman, perfect. The penguin, per, like they're just yeah. perfect, even though they're not what you exactly, yeah. especially the penguin is not what you remember from the 60s or from the comics right. or anything like that. But that Dickensian thing and yeah. it, it's just, it just looked so, so good. The makeup, everything was perfect. I, I thought it was, I remember that thinking that when I was seeing it in the movie theater and then seeing it on home video, I thought compared to the first movie, which I love and I love Nicholson and everything, but that one seems muddier looking. This one is really vibrant somehow, yeah. even though it's mm -hmm. so dark, there's something about it that's yeah. really, that everything pops, the images really pop. Well, speaking of pop, as you may or may not know, we're looking for the gayest movies ever. So we have a complex oh. of Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. And at one point, you are going to come up with a category and it will be added, added to, to the wheel. wheel or you could choose a pre-existing category. category. Got it? Makes uh, sense? Great. All right. So this is our current... Yeah. This is our current top five gayest Christmas movies ever. Now I have rejiggered it a little because I did realize you'll see what I mean. Okay. Okay. <laughs> our fifth place for gayest Christmas movies with a 56.20%, Gremlins in fourth with a 65.21%, Die Hard in third with a 65.76%, Mean Girls, two very not Christmassy movies in the middle, <laughs> uh, 60, and then second with a 66.49%, Meet Me in St. Louis, and God damn it, I'm doing it. Number one gayest Christmas movie with a 94.83%, and indeed the gayest Christmas movie is Female Trouble. Oh, hey. We include Mean Girls. We have to. Oh, Female Trouble is definitely a Christmas movie. I've thought that too. I never brought it up though. Well, that's very helpful. <laughs> You're welcome. John. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jason, I will say this is we have done Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, and Batman yes. and Batman Forever is 42nd place with a 72.71 percent, and Batman and Robin is in 37th place with a 74.90 percent. So pretty high those two. So yeah. how do you, Jason, right now, before we go through the gauntlet, how well do you think Batman Returns is going to do? Oh, God. I feel like it's going to come in below both of those, but I, think, uh, that's a fair bet. I yeah. think that's a, that's my, that's my guess. I would always I think have assumed Batman, that. But. I think those two, hence being directed by Schumacher, definitely makes a big input on that. Yeah. And a They're lot of gear, but I think this one is definitely like kinkier. Yes, absolutely. Yes. It has a, absolutely. a more aberrant energy, which has almost a queerer energy. While like the Batman for everyone's are gay and like a butts and one liners and Uma Thurman <laughs> right. ways, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Right. <laughs> but they're not exactly like homo too homoerotic. Not right, that this exactly. one is either, but this one has a is a little kinkier, I think, a little fetishier. It's yeah, it's yeah. the kinkiest of them. Yeah, and well, I guess we're gonna get to it in a second. I think I know what you're starting <laughs> with. So anyway, but, but yeah, so I don't know. Do I have to give you an, a number for where? It's no, no, just land? like a like, general just, guess. Yeah, I think. Well, I think it'll definitely be, be below those two. So. Uh, 61 61. 61. Okay. All right. Interesting. Well, let's get into it. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Interesting. We'll see what happens. <laughs> well, uh, you might be dead on. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? Oh, God. Uh, if the audience fast forwards right now, you'll know. <laughs> They'll know. Um, <laughs> right. 
All right, so let's get into it. So the first group of categories are the canon categories. So for these, we'll each take a score between 0 and 100. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So, Jason, what would you give Batman Returns on a scale of 0 to 100 in actual gay characters? Oh, my gosh. Um, I, I, You know, I'm just try- I was really trying to think about this. I, <laughs> you know, and, the, you know, you've got some creative thing to do. I think a couple people a in the red triangle. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. There's a sword no. swallower that he <laughs> right. never gets a night off. No. <laughs> exactly. Doesn't want a night off. No. <laughs> Maybe some fur uh, coat. <laughs> and then I wonder, I, I wonder about um the uh the guy in the uh, the campaign office. The image Jan consultant. Hooks. The image consultant. Yeah, like, I wrote you know, him down too. Josh. He's very yeah, uh, yeah he's very yeah. put together and natty, and he's like, Oh, not a lot of reflective surfaces. But you know, he cares about his appearance a lot. Sure. I don't know. Nobody comes out and says it. I do remember that actor also playing uh, a, a very stereotypically gay character on 30 rock which is maybe making me like okay. think of him as gay but um, i looked it up he's not he's okay not. he's All not right. he's that oh, good gosh an actor. he's just a really he's good that actor. good of an actor he's, taking, he's so good he takes parts away from actual gay people oh that's <laughs> talent that's talent baby worked for james gordon I'm going to say, and isn't, and is, aren't like some, I don't know about, you know, in the animal kingdom, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what about Chip? Yeah, he could, yeah. I, I, I mean, thought he, he might such be. such a muscle head. Like, well, he's so Oh, out, there's but... no gaga dudes who are big muscle heads. <laughs> he just doesn't, come, he doesn't, he comes off so like jock doy to me and not. Yeah, he has that I might have been wishful thinking kind of... on my part. I will <laughs> admit to that. But he's he does impossible. a very funny, I like when he talks like Christopher Walken. Because yeah. it's very funny hearing him like emulate the Christopher Walken like cadence. <laughs> That's so funny. That's the first time I've ever thought of it that way. I always thought he was kind of doing Schwarzenegger light because he seems like he oh. it, like words don't really seem to fit in his mind. He's like, "Come on, Dad, everybody's downstairs." <laughs> you know, <there's> a, <laughs> he's, he's a little I, all right, but he but I think he could definitely. He definitely could have a secret. All right, so let's <laughs> Everyone say has, in Gotham City. In Gotham, Gotham City, everyone's got a secret. Everyone's got a secret identity. Well, then when you when you think about it that way, then what I about think, this though? Okay, yes. You know how Sex and the City, New York, is a character. Okay, is Gotham, is Gotham City gay. a character? Is Gotham gay? It's not not gay. I mean, they love vintage. They love a costume. Uh-huh. These statues of all these like men. And they love killer... events too. They're always having a tree lighting, a party, exactly. a masquerade ball. Yeah, those giant statues. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, yeah, the, the flexing got, their muscles. City and... seems pretty mm. good. Tunnels. Lots of lots of tunnels. So many and, tunnels. And then the trap doors and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and giant human-sized bird cages uh, <laughs> and, uh, down in the sewers. Yeah, it's just kind of kind of the hottest club is Gotham <laughs> City. Um all right. Well then I'm go- then I'm going 40. I'm going 40. 40. I'll go 32. 32. Yeah, I'll go 27. <laughs> Give an average of 33, which is 10.33 points lower than Malignant. Another Warner oh, Brothers golf okay. fest. Um, all right. Our next category, gay icons. How are we doing on gay icons? I mean, I think we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. I, we I got mean, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer alone. Uh, I think. Alone. Right. Jan uh, Hooks is like you. a small role. Thank you, though. Jan Hooks. Her. She love was the her first son. SNL cast member like I ever like loved. Yeah, I had yeah. such a crush on her. I thought just thought she was amazing. I loved she her. Was incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Paul Rubens. Yeah, Paul Rubens. Exactly. 
I, and of course, I think you guys have said this on the other uh, Batman episodes that Batman himself is absolutely sure. Right? Like Catwoman, even I would say there's something yeah. in there, you know. And I would but say yeah, Danny DeVito is kind of doing a Harvey Firestein impression this whole movie. <laughs> no, come he's on, he's a little bit. He no. is definitely. Come on. You think he's doing a Harvey Firestein impression? I th- I don't know. I, I don't like think he's choosing he to do that. Like him, but right. it's it's ha- it's accidental. He stumbled Sunday, into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Harvey ah, Weinstein. I Harvey Weinstein. I said that. <laughs> that's well, that's it. Also, <laughs> you got uh, Susie and the Banshees on the soundtrack. There you go. Yeah, yeah. This is high. This and is, written by is... Daniel Walters, who wrote Heathers. Wrote Heathers. Okay. Yeah, that gives it that energy too, right? Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't find out if Daniel Walters is gay or not, which I was the man who wrote Heathers. You'd think. You'd think. But I, there's almost no, uh, the lack of information in some ways is a bit telling. Is telling. Mm-hmm. Did he bring mm-hmm. his mother to the Academy Awards? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> Did anybody invite him to means. the Academy Awards? <laughs> Daniel Walters wants to know. <laughs> so waiting, checking that mailbox every mm-hmm. March. Um, oh, gosh. So, yeah. Well, well, yeah I so mean, that's what we got. I mean that's a lot. That's a lot, and and like I say, just Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman is such a Huge. just like on her own. I, I mean, I, I'd say seventy-five. Seventy-five. This is pretty much her movie. I would say this is absolutely. I oh, want yeah, to see absolutely. everything she's doing <laughs> when she's not on screen. I'm like, where is she? <laughs> she's, she's, her. Everything else. She's mesmerizing, and she really Amazing. should. I remember there was talk at the time, like, oh, will she get nominated for Best Supporting Actress? And people were like, no, if Nicholson didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. in '89, she's not going she's to. Not get it. But she's, but really she's, good. but honestly, she should have been. You know what I mean? Now, now performances like this every once in a while do creep into the Oscars yeah. a little more, mm-hmm. and and I think she's super deserving. It's pretty. It's a pretty fantastic uh, performance, especially the transformation scene, like yeah. what she's going through when she comes yeah. back from. Yeah. Well, Marissa Tomei won for My Cousin Vinny that year. So are you trying to take away Ms. Marissa Tomei's Oscar? <laughs> no, not like everybody else in the Academy. And, and uh, in great, Let in comedy win. Let it win. No, I'll, give it, I'll give it a 78. 78. I'll go. I don't know. Let's see. 81. Continue that pattern. Give it an average nice, of 78, nice. which is 20 points Ha-ha. higher than popcorn. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Our next category. Okay. Okay. The queer gaze. How much are we looking at some uh, queer energy here? I mean, Tim Burton's weird and quirky, but he's not gay. The only thing that there's, I do think her apartment is pretty, feels like this is the gay man's yes. paradise. Uh, once she makes yes. it over too, like once her makeup, once she like trashes it and spray paint and all that, all feels like this is the gayest thing in the whole. There's movie. something about like the close up of the dollhouse that where it's looking like you I know as, as if everything is like <laughs> is like the regular side and then the paint yes. covers it. I yeah yeah it does. It has a very. There's also the part where she strokes uh, Batman's abs and then gropes him and says, "There you are." Mm-hmm. I felt seen. You felt seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. She's doing what I would want to do, you know. <laughs> There's that utility belt. Yeah. So the, and then the big, the big. I don't know. The see, I don't know what counts as the. You know, I'm like, I'm like, oh, the, big co- the costume ball with all the, the the giant masquerade and the Tower of Peace and right. stuff. There's something. It's just so. But I don't know if that counts as the. It definitely know, pales like in comparison geez. to the Batman Forever and Batman. Yeah, yeah. To the right, because Wonder you don't have now. people actually like you know pulling Close you know yeah. like <laughs> the getting... nipples on things. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, and it doesn't for for a guy in black rubber and leather. It doesn't. 
fetishize it doesn't Batman feel yeah. very much. No, uh, poor Catwoman is the only thing fetishized in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then Devito. I don't know. I mean, they, they go out of their way. I mean, that, that These the two Victorian are. underwear, the stained Victorian underwear. Yeah. It's constant like, drooling. Who is Green this for? Drools. Yeah, um, somebody trolls <laughs> unite. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's. No, I think it's. I mean, I don't feel like anyone looks like. I don't think any like men look sexy. Then I think like the person who looks sexiest in this movie is Michelle Pfeiffer, but I think it's for men, so it doesn't feel like queer to me. Exactly, like because even Michael Keaton, he's not even put into the same kinds of suits he was in the first one or tuxedos. He's got a lot of. I don't know, he's got a lot of ascots and and sweaters. Older, you know, right, right, right. He's layer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. It makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> but it exactly. could have just come from aerobicizing. Yeah, and people just go to the sauna, gym shorts, <laughs> and a tank top, a crop top, maybe. Yeah, that, yeah, and all the guys. I mean, I don't know. Are trench coats a thing? Is there something <laughs> crazy about that? There's <laughs> a lot of people. Not, really. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. right. not queer. Well, <laughs> okay, no, they probably weren't. <laughs> No, but you know, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of fedoras and uh, trench coats at the I do Christmas think, like, tree lighting ceremony and something like I that. Wouldn't yeah. say Tim Burton Dick has Tracy ish. I wouldn't say Tim Burton has a queer gaze, but he's definitely got like a quirky Quir- gaze. Yeah, he has a quirky right, gaze. Yeah. He's next it's door. It's a skew. He's a skew. Yeah. Yeah. Quirky gaze is 97. Queer gaze <laughs> is like, I don't know, like t- 29. 29. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll go 27. 27. Uh, I'll go 26, giving an average of 27.33, which is 17 points lower than Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker. Mm. Now, if you want a grotesque Christmas movie. There you go. There you go. I have not seen one through four, so. (laughs) You don't don't need to. It doesn't matter. It reboots every movie. Good to know. Uh, I do remember that was very Check scary. That, that, uh, <laughs> the just the the newspaper ad for Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh yeah, kids. Just oh, the, yeah. right the the one arm with the axe coming out of the chimney. <laughs> the chimney. Very upsetting. Very <laughs> upsetting. Santa. Don't like that at all. <laughs> all right, our next category: <laughs> entrances with pizzazz. How are we doing on pizzazzy entrances? <laughs> I mean, this is a I mean, hundred. It's insane. It's it, like just her flipping in. every time she flips yeah. into a scene, the, the <laughs> meow. That's uh-huh. fantastic. Even, but, but everybody, like, uh, DeVito coming, uh, erupting through the floor in yeah. a duck in a <laughs> Multiple duck. times. <laughs> Many times. One time with a baby through a, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, there's a, well, that's a lot. That's just something interesting about the filmmaking. There's lots of, you know, the end of the Dark Knight Rises, they got Joseph Gordon-Levitt on a platform and he rises up and then he's, they say, but this rising. is like, there's a lot of, but there's a lot of that in this movie. There's a lot of people yeah. just appearing up out of the ground. Like there's a lot of and staircases. Yep. Ju- yeah, absolutely. But like Christopher Walken three times comes up out of, you, it's just like he's coming up out of the floor. There's like a staircase with no <laughs> rails and he just walks up. <laughs> yeah. It's very devilish. And and they all have that. There's a lot of that in this movie. But um, I also like when the clown gang explodes out of the present. That's really yeah, that's great. That pizzazz. Present. Yeah, that's pizzazz. When you got consent. There's a clowns, lot, a lot of gifts. Mm-hmm. And our yeah, first look 100. at Catwoman, we just see her in silhouette with a hell here neon sign behind her. So good. So good. So good. Does Batman have any real pizzazz entrances? The one that's I wrote down is when he like swings onto the comes down that wire into Arctic World. Yep. Yeah. That's that was pretty pizzazzy. That's very, very, very uh, Cirque du Soleil. 
Mm, I even think I even think the uh, the the surprise ending where she where you see the bat signal her and then her head pops up. up. Yeah, that's like in she, its way. Like she was just sure. tying her shoe and then uh, the story's not over. <laughs> oh hey, what's this? <laughs> what's up? Oh, oh hey guys. Um, oh hey guys. <laughs> the penguin one is fun because it's like I love that it's like t- you see just little glimpses of him, glimpses of him for so long before you yeah. finally see him like in his flesh in the they flesh. tease it they te- and they even that tease even the, yeah, yeah there's 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 a lot of showmanship in all the little r- character yeah. reveals yeah. and stuff like that when he first turns around uh when when walkin's been kidnapped and he's like he's been feeding the penguins fish and he turn, just turns around in that bathrobe and he's like hi you know that's there's something <laughs> pizzazzy about that even it's not you know there's not glitter flying anywhere but you know he's no. uh he's got there's something there's panache there's a lot of panache. <laughs> yes. true. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred. I'm giving 100. it a hundred. What hundred as well? A hundred. I'm gonna go ninety-eight. I think there's. Oh, I think we could do reserving. a little. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted a few. Ugh. I think we could have. I think there's room to grow. Well, you're right. I mean, this is the only one. I know you said the thing about Batman coming in on the that uh, that wire there, but this this is one of the only ones where he doesn't crash through have a like skylight, a, right? That's like a shadow over. first. Oh no, we do get some shadows first. Okay, yeah, John, actually, a couple times. Batman. Look, yeah. I gave it hundred. I don't know why you're yelling at me. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. That's right. Let's <laughs> let's turn our wrath on. Mark. Yes, thank um, you. Go for it. Um, I got a ninety nine point thirty three, which is one point higher than Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. How about that? Okay, that's impressive. That's mm-hmm. impressive. All right, our next category: <laughs> the Mike Pence and anxiety scale. How much anxiety do you think this movie would give Mike Pence? Uh, um, I think ninety-seven. I, I mean, it's yes, because especially if he was bringing his children, if he bought the Happy Meal for his kids <laughs> and then brought them into the theater, I think he'd be like, "Oh, this wasn't what I bargained for." Yeah, absolutely. Why is yeah. your suit so shiny? Everything. Well, yeah, all of it. I also wrote Walkin plus Devito. The two of them together are Donald Trump. Well, yeah, That's absolutely true. Absolutely Christopher Walken true. even at one point says you're fired to to Michelle <laughs> right? Pfeiffer. So, like, it's he. There's no way this movie is freaking him out. Yeah, and and there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, sex talk, and I, I mean there's there's innuendo, mm-hmm. and then there's yeah, but then there's literally like you're the pussy I'm Lecherous. looking for. Yes. you can get uh, unlimited poontang. Christopher Walken says it's very crap. Yeah, again, I think I that wish would... Marvel movies would like do something like have a little fun. Come on, We're have all, an NC seventeen so Marvel movie. Let's do but, it. But like, just even this is like PG thirteen. Just have a little cheeky innuendo. Big deal. Just a little you know? something. Mm-hmm. Children little will live. They won't play in China. Worse. It won't play in China. <laughs> John's always defending. <laughs> I'm not defending. I'm just explaining. Oh, I understand, John. <laughs> I just don't like it. Fair. I just think there's a lot. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that would give him anxiety. I think that just the na- just the idea of something that is perceived to be uh, wholesome for families. For kid, you know, like like Mike right, Pence yeah. probably read Batman comic books when he was a kid, and he's like, oh yeah, just good fun, and there's a giant clock in it. A you, lesson, know, yeah. <laughs> you don't think the aspect of like a dead mother would turn him off though? Like, would be like, oh, I can't read this. This is too horrified. Mommy, died. I don't think he thinks that parts of it. I think I think to him, Batman is the the campy TV show. Yeah, can't be TV show or those like comics in the in the fifties and sixties where it was just him and Robin Super running around friends, like yeah. at uh, amusement parks and stuff uh, solving crimes. So I think he just likes like his. I don't think he likes any of it. I don't think he likes any comic books. I don't think he likes any. I don't think he likes Batman. 
Yeah, I think he probably likes stories of like, you know, Bible lovers like, oh, we have to get around this tree that <laughs> fell over in the woods. What, what are we going to do? And then Why do we need Batman it. when we have Noah? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, maybe he wouldn't. I don't know what he'd think of the Moses parallel at the beginning mm, with the right? baby going down there. Right yeah, in the basket. Offensive. 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 Yeah, I think it would, I think so it would be off the charts. Anxiety. 97. That's 97. Below the charts, not off the charts, but that's Okay, fine. all right. Uh, well, then 101. <laughs> Can't do it. He won't let uh, you do it. Okay. <laughs> what about you, John? Uh, I'll go I'll go 90. 90. I think it's rough, but I think ultimately he's going to be fine. I'll give it a 60, because I think it's still pretty PG-13, and it's just... It's not constant. There's no like on-screen sex. There's no like drugs happening. Yeah. There's no sex. Sure, it's just a little cheeky. Yeah, but when they start making it, when when Michelle Pfeiffer licks Keaton's her face, lips and then, licks herself, licks his mm-hmm. face, and then and then Keaton does that thing where he licks his lips afterwards, like he wants. Mm-hmm. Like I think that, I, I think my pence would be like that's bad, bad, it's bad. <laughs> You're wrong. Himself. <laughs> Imagine himself licking his own lips, and he's like, Rending I shouldn't. Him. Yeah, I shouldn't, mother. I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't. Um, uh, hey, but I got an eighty-two point thirty-three, which is three bad. points lower than Scream twenty twenty-two. Okay. Wow. All right, I think we're going to make up a lot of points with this next category. Hell on Heels. How are we doing on Feisty Ladies? 100. (laughs) Hell on Heels literally sounds like a thing she would say. That sounds like it would be a line from the script. I'm Hell on Heels. I mean, if you've got, if you can say it as a line in the movie and it works, then 100. 100. Yeah, I mean, you got Catwoman, you got, you got Jan Hooks, you got the knife thrower dame, the penguin's mother. She's just like, you're deformed. I'm going to throw you down the river. Like, yeah, you got to go 100. You think she was feisty or just drunk and sad? <laughs> well, Th- that they can all coexist. Wh- one leads <laughs> to the other. <laughs> they can. <laughs> That's a gateway. To- <laughs> and you know what she really did, Michelle Pfeiffer, when she whips those mannequins' heads off, she really did that. Like she whipped three of them. There's like behind the scenes yeah. footage you could see her mm-hmm. doing it. I remember Pretty that. Cool. I remember. I remember there was a Robert Urich. Hosted TV special that came out. <laughs> a Vegas remember. fame? Yes, a Vegas fame. And it was like, uh, and he gets out of the Batmobile. He's like, uh, let's take a return trip to Gotham. <laughs> and it's like all the making of. And I, was very uh, I did build the Lego set of that Batmobile, of the Bat- Burton. Batmobile. Okay. How long did that it take? Me five nights. It took me all together, maybe like okay. seven hours, seven, eight hours. It essentially took me all of, I watched season two of Pose while I did it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> That's a great took pairing. a long time. It was honestly a fantastic pairing. Yeah. It's a bit- I know you're making fun of it, John, but it was a great I'm celebrating pairing. it. Oh, I this see. is off topic. Best Batmobile, gotta say. The, it's the, pretty the, fun. The, the Tim Burton one is. It obviously really can't turn for shit. No. It's impractical, <laughs> but it looks great. That's why they have to have like a thing come out of the bottom. Like he can't yeah. do a three point turn <laughs> yeah. at the beginning of the Never. movie. Like, Imagine trying to get to Dunkin' Donuts in that thing. Forget it. <laughs> I do also oh. like, do you know when like the parts fly off and it like goes into like a skinny so it could get for the Does he go back and collect those parts? Because you would think that's like Alfred is like identifying things. I'm sure there's like a tag and they go back and send drones out to get it later. Lucius Fox shows up and do it. Maybe that sounds sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, I always thought I was like, well, that's it for that. And we never (laughs) see that Batmobile again, right? Because then he goes into the steamboat and then and then it's Val Kilmer and a whole other thing, like an exoskeleton (laughs) Batmobile. Yeah. 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 Right. So I'm like, I do like the the Tumblr. I like the Nolan one. I think the Tumblr's fun. I do love Tumblr's fun. And the new Batman one, Muscle Car, I thought that was pretty great too. I thought it looked great. That was a fun car. Yeah. I like how you don't love it, but that's fine. No, but I don't honestly, love it. I, the but 60s I do think Batman. The 60s one, that's favorite. pretty cool. That I would love to have that car. Amazing. 
That is a great one. I still think the Burton one is my favorite. I do think the Zack Snyder one, like everything else about those, just ridiculous. It's just it's the Tumblr plus. It's just like more shit on yeah. top of the Tumblr. <laughs> it just looks like a less wieldy version of that. I'm like, just stop already. So yes, I do think the <laughs> the, the Pattinson one is an improvement because it goes in a different direction. Definitely, it definitely. feels like the '70s comics, like the Neil Adams ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what about what are you giving it, John? For Helen Eels, did you say? Uh, I said 100. 100. I, too, will give it 100. Giving it 100. Yeah. Tying yeah. it with women <laughs> on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Also could be the name okay. of this movie. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, oh, God. All right. Uh, the last of the canon categories. Jason, on a scale of 0 to 100, how likely are you to recommend Batman Returns to a gay person? 100. But I mean, <laughs> I, I mean but, I, but I think about this a lot when I listen to the episode. I'm like, why wouldn't I recommend it to a gay person? So are there criteria that would make it? Well, to me, there's a sense of like, to me, what I think of is like, if as a gay person, you should know this movie or you should know this reference. And who better than a straight man to tell us what we Yes, Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I guess that's it. I guess I'm But you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, like, you know, like, if you had said, like, Jason, you are not gay, but if you were like, oh, I've never seen Wizard of Oz, I'd be like, oh, you should see Wizard of Oz. But if a gay person, like, if, you know, if Gregory Kuba, who we also went to college with, said, I'd never seen Wizard of Oz, I'd be like, we're going into this next room right now and we're watching Wizard of Oz right now. Like, nothing, you know what I mean? And so, are so tense. Yes, you're so tense. <laughs> Let's God, listen I'm to Erotica first. Moves. Wow. <laughs> and then we're All in the Wizard name of, like, cult curation. Exactly. Of, like, you gotta see the Cultural movie. grooming. I mean, uh... Okay. Your word. Okay. I mean... I think I would still rate it very high under those criteria because I just because maybe because of the stuff we were saying before about the the, the quirkiness of the Burton gaze, you know, yeah, the 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 iconic the I mean, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer's Michelle Pfeiffer's just performance, that, just to right. see that performance, it's just so fantastic and so incredible, and I, I'm sure we're going to get to like you know, uh-huh. I, I don't know if. I don't know if drag queen inspiration is a category. We'll definitely get to, <laughs> yes. or if that's on the wheel. But you know, I just feel like it's it's all there. So yeah, I, I'm gonna say ninety six. Ninety six. That's hot. Yeah. I will say. I mean, to me, there's. I would also just kind of be like, do you like superhero movies, or you know what I mean? Like, so it doesn't feel like essential, essential. But I do think, like, of this group of Batman movies, I think this probably is the best one. I'm gonna go seventy one. Seventy one. Uh, of these four, is this the best one? It might be the best one. It's definitely like the best looking, the best realized. But I do think Batman Forever is more fun. It's crazier. The the, it's the crazier. two are, that makes are it not fun. Our... You know what I mean? But yeah. um, I think this one's pretty good though. So I'll give it an eighty. Give an average of eighty-two point thirty-three, which is five points higher than Scream again, like we did last summer. <laughs> um, all right, now we are into the wheel categories. Spinning wheel. Spinning so these categories are categories previous guests have brought in. There are now on this wheel, which is really an app on my phone. We're going to spin it twice. Whatever categories randomly pop up, we'll use to judge the movie. Then we also have a listener wheel where listeners have submitted categories. We'll spin that once, and then you will either come up with a category or you can pick a category that already exists on the wheel. It's okay. up to you. Make sense? Here we go. Yes. First spin. Milking moments. Milking moments. Does someone ever take a moment and really sort of like milk it? I'd say all of Danny DeVito's. All of Danny DeVito. Absolutely. (laughs) All of Danny DeVito. A good bit of 
Michelle Christopher Pfeiffer. Walken, even yeah, Christopher Walken, Michelle yes. Michelle Pfeiffer definitely, but even in his underplaying, uh, Walken does. Yeah, you know, he's got these takes, he's got these beats, these pauses where he's like really as if it's a theater performance, as if the, he's oh yeah holding for the laugh. And uh, yeah, I think there's a yeah, I think there's a lot. Keaton doesn't really give us any because again, he's just like right. Just keeping his head down. <laughs> he's he's trying to hold it together. He's like, it's my movie. Right, not to Batman. get his freaks out. Like, yeah, exactly. Just I like the idea like, of Batman. It's like this. this guy dresses Batman. Like, I don't want anybody to know I'm a freak. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Need to be the voice of reason here. Um. Yeah. I mean, this is. Yeah. This is. I mean, it's very like, is like it is. It's a cartoon movie, so everyone's yeah, sort of a little yeah, bit, you know, vaudeville yeah, kind I'm, of. I, and yeah, I'm trying to think of like characters who are outside of the main four. And if the ice uh, princess, she's pretty fun. Yes, yes, yeah, she, she's really, really good. Pat Jen Hingle not given enough woman. to do. No, criminally given underused. Nothing, given nothing to do in this one, really. <laughs> um, and it's so funny because I always think I find these movies to be so much stronger than the Joel Schumacher ones. Mm. And when you, Pat Hingle will do would do interviews back in the day, and he'd be like. I just didn't get that Tim Burton fellow. I just didn't understand. He's on another, he's on a cloud somewhere. And then he'd be like, <laughs> but then he'd be like, yeah, Joel Schumacher, great guy. You know, like he, he was much more comfortable with Joel Schumacher. Actually. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's I, I, 85, 85, 85. I'll go 87, 87. Uh, I'll go 75. Given an average of 82.33. Spin that wheel one more time, John. Yeah. Yeah. Dom sub power plays. (laughs) Dom sub power plays. Isn't that all of Batman and Catwoman's relationship? Basically, it's every every scene that they're in. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The wheels Uh, be very generous to you. Wow. It's really on your side. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's that could be another title for the movie. Dom sub power plays. (laughs) And also the fetish of it all. You know, they're already definitely all the the leather, the whips. And even and the interaction between Michelle Pfeiffer and Danny DeVito too, like right, he's trying to put the moves on, and then oh, she's yeah. like, "Stop!" And she'll like put the the foot in his face, and then he's <laughs> just like, disgusting. "Yes, yes, yeah. mistress," and just sniffing <laughs> the heel. I mean, it's so. It's what it it's is. Just, it's just all over this movie. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go ninety. Ninety. Yeah, I'll go. Actually, I'll do ninety as well. That sounds right. Ninety. I too will go ninety. Let's keep it respectable. Let's keep it family. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is now from our listener wheel. Not as many categories, but equally beloved and important. Here we go. <laughs> Let's pretend she's hideous. <laughs> Let's pretend she's hideous. Pretend Let she's me bring up this one. One second. Let's pretend she's hideous. Let's I've pretend not heard of that one. This is a new <laughs> this one. This is a new one. Oh. Uh, this is from uh, Dennis Markham. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Dennis. And they describe the category. Do we have to suspend our disbelief and pretend the lead of this movie is a plain Jane? When she's played by Jennifer Lopez, are we expected to believe that Matthew McConaughey is just unfuckable? And they, they describe this as a subcategory of camp. Something completely out of place being treated like very... I mean, that's Michelle Pfeiffer in the beginning. Oh, exactly. First... She's like quirky and weird. And it's like, yeah. she's Michelle Pfeiffer. She's exactly. <laughs> exactly. And also, yeah, I thought like... that apartment was nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was pink. It was yeah. very, very pink. Uh, but it was well appointed. Um, yeah, I, I I mean, yes. I, I For the first third of the movie, 
that's 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 her entire that's yeah her life is is uh, she's that's know, her art beautiful woman who's just yeah yeah exactly yeah the, the the guy breaks up with her over the answering machine you're breaking oh, yeah. up with michelle pfeiffer over the answering machine because <laughs> your therapist says to come on um <laughs> yeah i guess i do, do i have to if i'm judging it on just how much of the movie she is considered <laughs> the ugly mm-hmm. duckling yeah because not then it's like a then it's like a right this is still out of 100 right so this yeah. is like a, and it's like a 33 but it's a big part of her origin story so you gotta start somewhere yeah all right i'll go 33 i'll stay i think because it is like such a huge part of her story i will go 66 66 but i guess with most of these movies like you can only do that like if there's an arc to it, you know what I mean? Like it's very rare to have the, I guess it's less, unless it's like Charlize Theron on monster where they keep you, you know what I mean? She doesn't, she doesn't get a glow up at the end of that movie. Do you know what I think would actually probably be like a good parallel to this is uh, just because we just watched jingle all the way. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who's like, I'm just a regular guy, mattress salesman. And it's like, you're a huge bodybuilder. Like you're supposed to be from Ohio. You have this very, you know, it's like, we're supposed to pretend you don't have a thick Austrian accent. You're not, you know, like you're just a, regular you know like it's that sort of level to me like would be another version of this category which i actually love i think this is super funny very good category i'll give it a 50 give it an average of 49.67 all right i wish i wish i had gone higher it's too late now (laughs) i know i know but i had the same thought john did and i almost inched it up but trust yourself you gotta trust yourself i'm being too generous i do most of the time i have and if you listeners would like to submit a category you can find a link to the google form in our show notes so do it like let your voice be heard do it be a part of history all right so jason now it's the time for you to either come up with a category or if there's a category that you know on the wheel that you like i we could pitch you a couple of potential categories i think would do well for this movie if you'd like well i had i i had one thought going in and then i was looking at the wheel and i was like oh i think my i think my idea is already there and i could tweak it in a couple different ways i think there are different things um one was uh, animals doing things they should absolutely not be doing, and oh. like re- reviving a dead person. Uh, you know, <laughs> cats reviving a dead person, penguins. Yeah. You know, you know, walking around. So the missiles out of yeah. order. The things nuclear are attacks. Askew. You think yeah. that makes the movie gayer when that happens? I think it makes it more whimsical. <laughs> it's definitely sure. campier. Definitely. Uh, it's definitely yeah. campier. It's an element of camp. So. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't know if we would call it I animals like doing things that surprise you or that they shouldn't be doing. <laughs> uh, you know, we've got the, the bats killing women. It sounds woman, like bats it's like a, a, a segment on local news. Like those unbelievable animals. <laughs> right. Like pe- like penguins or pallbearers as well as like, you know. Animals uh, with people jobs. Animals with jobs. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, that's that's what it was. at first I was thinking like oh animals wearing things that they should not be wearing like you know <laughs> that's like, I do, oh. though. <laughs> but that's but you have anthropomorphism on yeah, there somewhere yeah, so does true. that count is it the same thing I mean it's a category on the wheel so in case if someone this feels pulled both enough. of those on the same time that would be insane that's also humans put labeling an animal that's this true. is an animal is actually doing something sure yeah you, know I mean? got, you got the you got the poodle with the grenade going in sure. like they're yeah. doing they're taking on they, mm-hmm. they're like doing big jobs in this movie <laughs> yes <laughs> they're, they're, not they're a crucial part of the economy 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yes. So I don't know what we should. So what call do we call that? that? Animals. We call it animals with jobs. Animals at work. Animals doing animals stuff. At, animals at animals <laughs> at work. Animals at work. <laughs> yeah. Right. Is that is that, that works? Animals. I mean, work, I think right. also you have the penguin, Catwoman, and Batman are like yeah. your like all of your They're main characters are animals. Exactly. Right. And that was the poster, right? It was called the bat, the cat, the penguin. I mean, they were leaning into that. And then I think they do. And, and it's in a way that I never thought about before this last rewatch where I was like, oh, wow, you got to, you know, the organ grinders monkey is also like, right. He's, delivered He's like going yeah. back and forth. I also had a category like called the do little of it all because so many people talk to the act. Like, yeah, like that's Michelle true. Pfeiffer has long t- talks with her cats. <laughs> Danny DeVito is constantly directly addressing penguins or the monkey. <laughs> I mean, it's very like, Shakespearean. Really, yes. Yeah. Talking to these animals like they're going to answer back. But no, I think I That's think right. animals at work is is probably. So what would you give Batman Returns and animals at work? I, I've, I've never seen more animals <laughs> at, at various animals at work uh, in different ways. I would give it. Uh, I'd have to say 95. 95. 95. Yeah, I think the only thing maybe something like what was it uh project x might do more uh, <laughs> but a broderick movie yes <laughs> i'll go i'll go 97 97 i'll go 90 uh I'll give it an average of 94 all right now we're into the bonus categories extra all right, so these categories, as their name implies, are bonus. So it's just going to be zero to 10, and it's going to be that percentage bonus points it gets. So if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, it doesn't work against the overall score. But of course, it doesn't help. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> All right, the first one, musical potential. Could you see Batman Returns being turned into a musical? Yep. I think absolutely, because it's not that yeah, many think... cast members, really. And right? I think I think more so than any of the other Batman movies. I think it, it. I think it's just already got something it's pretty about it. The, already, the characters are just so the characters. Good. You've got like a love interest and, and the sort of fun dynamic with there. Because so like the love interest isn't just a woman sitting at home going, "Why won't Bruce call me?" Right, right, <laughs> right. And they've got and there's the you know the the I want number. There's like Penguin actually like goes and points up to the sky like I want to live up there. It's, it's like every Disney movie like I want to be a Merry Little Mermaid. Yeah, it just feels a lot. And the yeah. opening credit scene, I just basically an overture. Yeah, absolutely. Where we just watch right. like watch the little uh, basket float down and, and go like the whole. It just felt like an overture to me. That's right. That's right. And uh, yeah, yeah. I I think there's so many. I think Michelle Pfeiffer would have a lot of you know stretch like mm-hmm. 11 o'clock numbers um no, that's pat hingle <laughs> um yeah i mean and and because batman is such like he'd be like the uh the the kind of the henry higgins or the the uh, <laughs> sure. you know like or the or the, you know like the, the like king and i like he doesn't really do a lot of singing or dancing but <laughs> no 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 like, no he's your you know you get you get a good looking <laughs> alfred do like a man. rose's turn Alfred, maybe yeah. his his moment to shine, maybe. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him Rose's turn. I would give him uh, the more. I could not wish you from guys and dolls. Like it's Rose's turn is like the big, yes. lead, like has their big <laughs> emotional breakdown. Alfred's the more the one like I wish you. To, I hope you find love and happiness in your life. That's sort of like sweet, sort of gentle character. That's more Alfred. I would say. I guess yeah. I just want Alfred to get a torch song one day. One day is that too much to ask? <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> Who do you think he loves uh, Bruce Wayne? I guess that's the only way you got to go with this. this is, you know, his, his son devoted his life basically yeah. to him. Oh uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's I, I just think I mean it's also the it's Christmas all, of it all certainly helps. Christmas helps. 
Absolutely helps the big the, the big masquerade ball that scene that great scene about that there could be a song about mistletoe that has a reprise <laughs> that's like a balance mistletoe and yeah. then it reprises and they go oh no we switching each other's parts it perfect it really does have it does yeah. have musical they've energy. tried to make a Batman musical for a while and just never Jim Steinman had was going to write the score and. There's with some, Meatloaf never, wasn't I remember Meatloaf had, had been well no it was Jim Steinman song. he might have done a workshop oh, one of the songs that Jim Steinman wrote for the Batman musical is on Bad Out of Hell three oh so okay. Meatloaf okay. does okay. sing one of those songs oh okay that's why I heard yeah I think it's has has much greater uh, you know but so Phantom of the Opera it's uh, yeah, much more right. than Spider Man uh, in terms mm-hmm. of uh, or or, <laughs> or Superman, Superman but, yeah. Uh, th- those have the Peter Pan factor where it's like, we're going to fly the guy over the, you know, this one, you don't have to do any of that. <laughs> but don't you want to see Batman swing. swinging around, though? He could swing you around. You got to yeah, have Batman swinging. You got swinging. Sure. You can, yeah, you absolutely could. But but what I'm saying, it doesn't rise and fall by that. You know sure. what I mean? Like Superman, it's like, right, you right. have him up there for like 25 right. minutes. Superman we doesn't just need to drop yet. Batman from the ceiling and it's fine. <laughs> exactly. Right he could have like, he could have two or three entrances with pizzazz and then you're like, fine. <laughs> Done. Ta-da. Nobody yeah. broke anything. This is a 10. That's 10. A 10. It's, it's got lots of potential. I'll give it a nine. Nine. Uh, I'll go nine. Sure. Why not? Get Susie and the Banshees <laughs> attached. We're golden. Oh, Perfect. Love that song. I got a 9.33%. All right, the next one, Queer Menace. How are we doing on Queer Menaces? Do we think the Penguin? I mean, no, he's no, too horny he's for Catwoman. Yeah, he's so lecherous. I mean, they are like queer in like the traditional sense of like, they're that's an he's odd weird. Duck, you know yeah. what I mean? But that's kind of everyone in Gotham City. A lot that's of ways. true. You have to really be aware. Everyone could potentially be a villain at Gotham City. That is and true. everyone is literally. There's your opening song. Menace. Everyone could be, <laughs> be a, a villain. villain. That's our setting this table. I think, yeah, I think if you play with the definition of queer <laughs> in Queer Menace, you know, you can get somewhere. So I'll, uh, I mean, I'll go five. Five. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I guess, Cat yeah, when you think about like Catwoman. Queer Menace. Although Penguin does steal all the kids. That's true. To kill them, he's going to like drown them, right? Wasn't going to be that's the true, Pied Piper yeah. walking them off the little plank and the mm-hmm. pool? Are yeah, you I'll saying f- that that's queer? Well, he wants There's to disrupt nothing. the heteronormative family. You know? He wants what he suffered oh, and everyone else to suffer. Very yeah. good. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Uh, why do I say five? All right, go ahead, John. You can change your score. You can if you change want it. To. It's not a big deal. Oh, that's then that's that's uh, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to make up for lost time. Eight. <laughs> wow, you were kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna go six. Six. Uh, I gotta go four because they're. I knew, I knew you would. I knew you <laughs> I love would. I knew you were like, you're constantly like, I gotta settle, settle down, class. Settle down, <laughs> settle, settle. Voice of reason. Voice of reason is here. Uh, All right. Hey, it got an average of six, which that's one point higher than Hereditary got in Queer Menace. And that had Paymon. Our next category, the character actress makes a big swing. I think Michelle Pfeiffer really goes for it. She's fun. She absolutely does. The the question is, do you you give her a character actress because she's. But she's going for it. A leading lady, but yeah, I, I I think you guys had this discussion about Uma Thurman too, and I, there's no Constantly. there's no doubt like she <laughs> right in your sleep. Um, 
Yeah, I mean it's 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 huge. It's huge. It's a huge swing. The and, Ice uh, Princess is also funny. I like. She's also says, fun. I don't just like princess. trees. I'm an actress. I'm as also well. an actress. <laughs> but she's <laughs> like trying right. to remember what order she does. The tree lights <laughs> that's up. Pretty then that's, that's pretty fantastic. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that was fun. I forgot a lot. Of, like, there's little quick asides that I. Oh, this yeah. is funny. They had jokes. Daniel Waters. Good oh, job. Yeah. And Jan, you know, Jan, Jan Hooks is so great. You know, voters like fingers. Our research shows us. That's a great line. But of course, she's such a powerhouse. You'd like, you know. You wish you, you expect her to go. More to do. Yeah, you yeah, expect yeah. that. Of her, I mean, but... it's hard when you're like sharing the screen with the penguin, with Danny DeVito's yeah. penguin. How do you like <laughs> draw attention to yourself? He's like drooling green ooze out of his <laughs> eating a makeup chair fish. for eight hours. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I'm. I'll go a full ten. I mean, a ten. Yeah. Uh, I'll go. I'll go eight. Eight. Uh, I'll go eight. Sure. Give an average of 8.67, which is eight points higher than Double Holiday, an awful Hallmark movie <laughs> that we just covered on the Patreon. All right. You'll probably make up some points here on the next category. Macabre. How macabre oh. is Batman Returns? It's mostly macabre. It's pretty it's, macabre. It's Tim Burton. Oh, it's yeah. yeah. I, I mean, there's, you know, the, the, the penguin hands like a, a a disembodied <laughs> hand. To, what's the word? Yeah. We're not disembodied. No, it cuts off a, the hand of a. Yeah. It cuts off the hand uh, of a, the business partner, partner yeah. and hands it to him. I mean, that's right at the beginning of the film. I mean, yeah, Bats, baby being tossed. <laughs> everything. <laughs> a baby being tossed into the sewer because yeah. he's deformed. Industrialization. I mean, mm-hmm. Evil oh. corporations by the most macabre Webbed thing of fingers. all. Hey, people yeah. are just born that way, John. I don't think we should oh. like be. But it's macabre. Uh, bats, bats <laughs> again. Black, black, <laughs> black spray paint. Like, oh, the, the most macabre. The like the goth girl remaking in her bedroom. <laughs> when she did, that's such like mom. a teenager thing. It I, is. I, I did, my sister did it when should... she was like thirteen. Like painted <laughs> her whole to. room black. Yeah, <laughs> you got to. You got to. You got to cleanse the palate. You got to go extreme. Uh, you got to go extreme slate. the other yep. direction. But mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, I bet I wonder if they sell, like, you know, that kitten t shirt, that pink kitten t shirt she spray paints. They must sell that. Oh, so, like, it was the hot topic that. back in the day, maybe selling that's, a reproduction of the spray paint. Mm-hmm. That's specific. that's a deep cut, though. Like, the, the, the just the but kitten. if you know, comic book fans love it's all deep cuts. I know, you're right. Um, <laughs> I taught him, yeah. I brought up Mr. Zaz, Victor Zaz. That's true. <laughs> Victor I think Zaz. it's Victor Zaz. I think you're right. That sounds right. Right. Everyone look up Victor Zaz. Um, yeah, so what do you want to give this for Macabre? Uh, 10. Yeah, 10. Definitely. I'm going to go nine because I think Burton is like super macabre, but they're also, it does still feel a little theme parky. Like it feels like, oh, I want to li- be in that world as opposed to like, I would feel freaked out if I was in that it's world. It's not Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sticking with my, you can stick <laughs> my with my story, but I do see the, dist- <laughs> the distinction. <laughs> Absolutely. I just like, this is just like Halloween. It's Definitely, a Christmas. Yeah. Well, it's a, again, Nightmare Before Christmas, Christmas, right? It's like, it's like Halloween and Christmas <laughs> colliding for two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I'll give it a 10. Given an average of 9.67, which is five points higher than Pain and Glory. Uh, our movie that makes sense. All right, finally, the last of the bonus categories gay actors playing gay roles. Well, we got rid of that guy, uh, (laughs) Josh. He's played by 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 Steve Whitting, who's married to a woman named Renee. I don't believe that's a man. That's a man. I saw his Instagram, (laughs) Renee (laughs) Aubergeon. He died. Mm-hmm. Well, so I saw widower. Steve Whitting's Instagram. Um, that's how far I went for this podcast. Wow! Thank you. Um, yeah, I think that's. I can't think. 
Now, again, if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, it doesn't work against the movie. No, sure, sure. I I, I think it's got to be. It doesn't help you, right, Mark? It doesn't help. But I can't think (laughs) of it. I can't, like, make something up. I think it's a... You can't. People have. People have. I have. John has. We all have. We all do it. We all all make stuff up sometimes. All right. It's okay to be biased. Do you think some of those penguins are gay? Yes, absolutely. They did say in the IMDb trivia that... Of course. Penguins did like have like mate and this like pair up in this, which is a sign of when penguins they were are content and feeling, and feeling happy. happy. Yeah. So like these Aww. penguins were very well. So if, yeah, so PETA, if you're listening, they were taken care of. <laughs> this is the first time penguins PETA's heard of Batman Returns <laughs> through our Probably. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, I'll give it like two for like two. The, the gay animals who played themselves. <laughs> the penguins. I'll give it a one for the gay animals. I'll give it a one for the penguins. <laughs> Pride March of the Penguins? Where's that children's book? That's my oh. <laughs> There's our million dollar idea. That's is. good. <laughs> okay, got a 1.33. Now we're into the iconic categories. So these categories are wider, more large umbrella is reaching categories. So it's zero to 225 points. Wow. All right. The first one, homoeroticism. How homoerotic is Batman Returns? The The most I I, go ahead. I was going to say the most I got was Catwoman and the Ice Princess. Yeah. Yeah. He handles her very intimately. Yeah. Girl talk. Yeah. She gets close. Yeah. That's about it. It's Even like with the other woman, she like saves. She gets like very close to. She's got a marker scent on them. She's a cat. <laughs> yeah, that's it's about it. Not, it's yeah. Not Robin's terribly. not in this movie. Robin's not in this movie. The Joker's not in this movie. That relationship right. with Batman is a very you know has yeah. the potential for well they want they absolutely in all, the, in, in all the iterations and this is just not that. I guess if you're like that. a remains of the day queen, then like. Alfred and Bruce, there's maybe that sort of like repressed homoeroticism. Yeah, it doesn't no, really God. turn its head. You know, <laughs> look, I am stretching. You're stretching it. You're I mean, brain yourself. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for that, <laughs> yeah, for, the, for the fact that, that that Alfred could be burning with quiet longing. I mean, oh, he could oh, be, sure. but he's clearly sure. not. He's well, you not, just said know, he could be, but he's not. clearly not. So I then, mean, then, anyone then he... could be. Sure. You know? Okay, well, All then right. maybe when when Bruce turns up his nose with the Vichy Soie, uh-huh. then maybe oh. you know maybe there's a little that was I don't know. Alfred's cum. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what the hell is this? Your cold cum <laughs> again? Yeah, at least nuke it. Didn't we talk about this on Thanksgiving? <laughs> um, thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. I'll go twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. I'll go. You know, for Catwoman, I'll go thirty. Uh, given a 31.33, uh, which is four points higher than the adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Now, see, that's really? my problem with Priscilla. It's not very homoerotic. Huh. Um, all right, guys. a long time. But I think you're going to make up a lot of points in this next category. Drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch oh. this movie and come away with a whole book of ideas? Yes. What is yeah. the top here? 220? 225. <laughs> yeah. You get yes. Yeah. I'm going the full 225 for, yeah. for Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. You got Michelle that Pfeiffer. Alone. You got all those party scenes. Everyone's got stuff. Also, you've got a penguin this. with a rocket. You could be yeah. a penguin with like a <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. That'd be really cute. Rocket. Hey girl. Yeah. I also <laughs> was watching this. I was like really struck by how like the Batman character 
it's part of his mythos to like he changes outfits by riding a pole. Like his costume change is just like ride a pole and you're magically in a new outfit. And I bet a drag queen would love that if they could do that, if it could be that simple. Absolutely. I'm going to go 220. 220? John, what's keeping it from 225? If not this, then what? I just wanted more gold lame. Gold oh. lame, you tacky. Like bitch. if Bob Mackey had done like a Catwoman look. But you like, could this do is like a, a gold lame version of the Michelle Pfeiffer. You know what I mean? You could, yeah. 220. <laughs> it's 225. I'm giving it 225. All right. I'll give it a 225 as well. Yes. <laughs> giving it an average of 225, tying it with the adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. All right. All right. It's, a de- it's like a real dead heat. Real dead heat. <laughs> these two movies. You're probably going to follow behind here, though. Oh. The next category Queer 101. How much of Batman Returns would you say is an essential queer text? <laughs> the only thing I would say I mean, is that this one like really leans into the duality yes. of having to lead yes. two lives, your one persona and having separate personas. But okay. it's not really about that. You know, yeah. it's not like, no, like it's not like not, it's not like a gay so person is handled. doing that. Yeah. It's not so like, you know, mm-hmm. not that a gay person even has to do it. It's just like, like even Tony Kushner's theme. Batman. That will be a sure. very prominent theme. But you There'll know, they talked a lot about nobody will yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> Remember with with a- a- X two, they talked a lot about that with Brian Singer's X two yeah. movies that they yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Which was great, but I, I actually feel like the the duality themes are so strong in this that you could make an argument. I mean, you did. You made an argument that is now <laughs> made an argument. a compelling argument. Like rushing yeah. this category, no. but I think it's something. And also the Michelle Pfeiffer of it all. I do think yeah. you do need to know something. Although but do you if I think... was taking a queer 101, this is like queer 501, maybe. That's very when we true. Get to Batman right, right. We get to super we get to superhero movies. What oh, do you right. think? Who do you think is the most iconic catwoman? Michelle Pfeiffer. Or Eartha Kitt. I think Michelle Pfeiffer. I think it's Michelle I think Pfeiffer of the is. movies, Michelle Pfeiffer's the best one, hands down. I thought I Anne really Hathaway, like Anne Hathaway. Was, Hathaway. I thought she was good too. John hates I don't her. remember anything that she did. I will say that. I only saw that movie once and I don't remember her oh, in a way that I, I thought yeah. who was the, the bat was Zoe Kravitz? I thought she was good too. She was fine. I thought she was good. I like Anne Hathaway more. A lot of people are like, okay. Zoe Kravitz has redefined the part. I'm like, no. Anne Hathaway <laughs> was great for what those movies were. And not gotcha. that Zoe Kravitz isn't, but I mean I don't think even, and that's impressive to say when you did have Eartha Kitt and you had the and Michelle Julie Pfeiffer, Newmar, Julie Lee Newmar, Newmar, I still think I still think Michelle Pfeiffer is and is the one is the most iconic. There's no yeah. like clunker yeah. Catwoman, you know what I mean? That's it's true. Pretty good, except Halle Berry. Uh, but I don't even count is that her, her fault. You know what I mean? I don't. Think it's that's not her fault. fault. And she's not. She's also didn't she have a different name? Like she wasn't Selena Kyle. Her name was like she's, Patience. Oh. Patience Phillips. Patience Alou. And, and there was no Batman in that <laughs> world. Real? So it's almost like she's like an, an Elseworlds <laughs> version. Yeah. It's not. Fan fiction. Yeah. That's all she is. Yeah. No, fan not fiction. Not canon. Not canon. Screaming at Halle Berry when you see her in a restaurant. <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> not real. <laughs> um, oh, God. Where, where, where are we? What are Queer we doing? Queer 101. Queer 101. For all the reasons you mentioned, Mark. <laughs> Please. I'm gonna go 75. 75. Wow, I made a good. I should become a lawyer. For all the reasons you mentioned, Mark, I'll give it a 17. 17. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a 20. Yeah, I'm not, it a, you know, I mean, what do you, what do you expect from me? What, what do I know about? I shouldn't be creating a syllabus. I can create. <laughs> clearly not. Should I be a lawyer? Because I can create an argument that even I don't believe in. 
You know what That's I mean? A, yeah. That's a good skill. Well, the, uh, good skill. Yeah, exactly. Robert Shapiro, <laughs> Johnny Cochran. There's a lot of people making <laughs> arguments Kardashian. they don't actually believe yeah. in. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Most politicians, am I right? These bums. You are right. <laughs> we need more term limits. All right, finally, the last of the iconic category, Camp Factor. How campy is Batman Returns? Uh, you know, I, I think it's really, really campy. I mean, and that's the thing <laughs> is that everybody said, like, oh, you know, the Tim Burton ones or the, the movies were such a, um, a sharp departure from the 60s series. And it's like, yes and no. You right. know, the tone right, yeah. is different. And, and it is more a different color palette, and definitely. S- salacious. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Darker in that sense. And it is more... But but I mean, there's but the dialogue is still like, and the store, the plot elements are still outrageous. Right. There's there's certain I mean, stuff you can't get away from. Literally, in the TV show, the Penguin runs for mayor. In this movie, the Penguin <laughs> runs for mayor. I mean, there's yeah. something that's very you know <laughs> having little penguins with rockets atta- and like were you interrupted? Yeah. This, we're jammed the signal. Does explain why? No, who cares? You know. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> yeah, the heightened the, the, everything. You've got like guys going extra, extra. Read all about it. Like, like newsies <laughs> on the street. I mean, there's just so many things. The dialogue there's so many things in this uh you know i i, I was like well if we get the quip category this is this is the, one of the quippiest ones and i don't know what it is daniel waters has a lot of things where he likes to do like either little rhyming couplets or he likes to yeah. do you know like the, the opposite side you, know, you should be chipping in instead of stepping out you flush right. it i flaunt it uh, how can you be mean to somebody so meaningless i mean there's something there's something so arch in the yeah. dialogue even yeah. when people are playing it totally straight like they're all those right. little things that that heightening is there. I, I mean, I've, there's such a long. Yeah, it does sort of Mark, like even that one point where uh, Danny DeVito is getting pelted with like vegetables and food, and he's like, "They all, someone always brings vegetables and eggs." To these like, <laughs> right. And it has like exactly. it every so often sort of like steps out of itself and is like, mm-hmm. "We know we're doing a superhero movie." Yeah, like the circus performers are always like sitting there silently, like arranged like a, a painting, like watching while Danny DeVito has a scene with someone. It's like really there's something uh, shot. I really there's the shot in when like all of Penguin's like gang is leaving him, and the shot of the poodle lady in her booth, like just like gliding back in the dark. There's something so like eerie about that to me. Yeah, oh yeah. I she really just disappears like into the dark. Yeah, it's, it's so great. creepy in a way. That's very sad. Him. It's really, it's sad. it's, it's really sad. Lady you you. No, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just when when everybody's abandoned. I mean, that's what I mean. It's like it. It's so interesting how it works on both levels. Where it's like this is ridiculous that like to show that his family's leaving him. A circus performer like does what does he do? Cartwheels or something yeah. out of there? And it's but the music is gloomy. But the and penguins have, never leave him. No, no. And then they and then they they, they raise the him. pallbearers. They take him down into yeah. his grave and. And I'm like, this is maybe the most ridiculous thing ever in a movie. And yet I'm kind of crying. Like it's the villain who is disgusting, who's like shit his pants clearly and has black (laughs) ooze coming out of his mouth. He saw some play at Austrian University. Yeah, exactly. And penguins, like some of whom are clearly, you can see the stitching. Like it's like this this, like a little person in a penguin suit bringing (laughs) him down into the water. And I'm like, and yet I'm like shedding a tear. What is going on here? Anyway, I think it's very, very campy in a delightful way. Uh, Maybe not as much as the TV series, but maybe in a different way than the Schumacher one. So I'm going to say 200. 200. I'll say 185. 185. Uh, I got a quick list of campy things I yeah. noticed. Here we go. 
A doctor thinking your baby is ugly. A baby eating a cat. Being raised by penguins. Christopher Walken's line delivery. Max Shrek's photo with Sammy Davis Jr. Beating Santa with a sleigh. A man on a unicycle firing off a machine gun as he chases down a shopper. Batman straight up lighting a guy on fire. Anytime you get a camera flying through a gorgeous miniature set. Trick umbrellas. Having your Chihuahua Geraldo stuffed. Reaching your breaking point with a perfume commercial. Stuffing your stuffed animals down the garbage disposal. Really intense selling. Making a meal out of visiting your parents grave accusing a sick nun of having morning sickness a poodle dropping off a bomb bruce wayne scratching like a dj with a cd a popular yes. celebrity turning <laughs> on the public getting a message from a monkey and finally addressing an <laughs> audience of penguins uh i'll give it a i don't know 187 yeah. all right <laughs> they gave me uh given an average of 190.67 which is 89 points higher than the most recent scream i don't know the ones that are easiest in math always seem to be scream <laughs> and, uh, for whatever reason all right finally we are into the crown jewel so these final categories we don't rate we just say yes or no we think it gets it okay <laughs> The first one, a 50% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does Batman Returns have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I, I don't mean, think it portrays only, homosexuality. Yeah, I don't think it portrays it in a way that you could... I mean, the sword swallower does have dignity, but I don't think it's the main focus of the movie. Yeah, even even Mark Rennie, attorney at law, cannot... <laughs> I will never, I will not be making that case... <laughs> Yeah, I'm no, going to it's, stay it's on vacation. No. <laughs> um, no. Not accepted. Well, yeah, it does not get it. Finally, very last guy, negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Stonewall. <laughs> this is. I'm I, just, this, I don't know what these walls are made of, but it, this is not the movie Stonewall, so no. we'll not lose 50% of its points. Exactly. This is clearly on a set. Those walls are styrofoam. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it. We're done. Uh, all right, Jason. So do you still think... Now that we've been through it all, it's going to be around a 61%. Yeah, I, I'm not that great at math. Generous. So, yeah, the wheel was pretty think, generous. It did really strongly in a bunch of categories. I Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't be shocked. I'd, okay. I'd be more shocked if it was under 61 than if it was over 61. I'll put it okay. That's a good bet. Okay. All righty. I'll tell you exactly how it did. Out of a total possible 2,455.93 points, Batman Returns has scored 1,758.60 points, giving it a percentage of 71.61%, giving it making it the 53rd gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Jennifer's Body, but gayer than Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And wow, only weird. one point uh ten, one point one percentage points lower than Batman Forever. Okay. Yes. All right. So eleven <laughs> slots away. So very close. Only a one very percentage close. point difference. Very close. Wow. And that was with the wheel on your side. The wheel was that very was much on your side. The wheel was on my side, but I was looking at some of those wheel categories. There's a lot I could justify. I was looking, I was reading. I mean, there's a lot of categories there. I was going through. There's a lot of what what case can I make for? (laughs) I mean, felt gotta be prepared for a lot of felt. Sure. Felt doesn't come up as much anymore. It doesn't. People love maybe we should bring felt back. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'm not opposed. I don't know. John says no, everyone. You listeners, do you want us to bring back felt? Let us know. <laughs> we want to hear tweet at John. Fill up his DMs. <laughs> um, Jason, uh, Jason, what a Christmas so gift fun. this was. This Tell us about your podcast, Opening Weekend. Yeah. What's the deal with Opening Weekend? What's I the deal? Know. 
Uh, the, the deal with opening weekend is I created it with two other college friends from mm-hmm. Hofstra, um, Fred Berman and Dan Matisse. We all uh, went to school together. We all love movies, love going to the movies together. And of course, in the, at the height of the pandemic, I was really... I was going through serious withdrawal, not being able to go out to a movie theater and sit sure. down and watch something. And uh, and I the idea initiated with me and I brought these guys on board that we would just choose a different opening weekend from like like the last 40 years from when we were little kids up until, you know, sometime in the last 10 years. And we would just have to watch whatever came out, whatever wide releases kind of came out that weekend sit down together, talk about it, give our ratings, talk about where we were, like what we remember, whether we saw them in the theaters or not, or just what we were doing in our lives at that time. And so it's a nostalgia podcast and a movie review podcast. And it's, uh, and it's ridiculous great. and a lot of fun. And John mm-hmm. is very kind and uh, <laughs> uh, has been. I enjoy listening. Been, you don't have guests, but I enjoy listening to it. I have get. We have guests. Uh, we do have. <laughs> oh, guests they do sometimes. have guests, John. Oh, you so you do. Oh, do have so you just not, made it worse. Not like you guys. Not like you guys. We're gonna have. We're actually gonna talk. Uh, our next episode, we're talking to Dave Itzkoff, who was a, a New York oh, Times yeah. columnist and a, a writer, a biographer who did a, a really terrific biography on robin williams oh great and, uh, oh, yeah he was he was on our show last year we did a, a mm-hmm. 1988 episode about good morning vietnam and next week we're doing popeye 1980s popeye. <gasps> oh, uh, i haven't seen that forever t- we i haven't watched it in so long and i think i actually have to jump off of here and watch it tonight to get ready <gasps> oh to God. record but i wish I feel like that so. was an wish we both still lived in astoria I and we i could come over and we watch it together <laughs> and your shoulders <laughs> do look tense right <laughs> yeah i still have the book <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I thought you were talking about the Popeye book because I still no. do. I do. <laughs> I have the Popeye, Robin Williams Popeye storybook from when I was like 10 years old. Amazing. <laughs> like, there's something uh, about that movie. That is a campy movie, too. But, you, oh, have you done Popeye? We haven't done Popeye. That'd be a great one. Oh, maybe I, I can I lobby to come on again for certain things. No, if you, if sure. you ever do, if you ever do the the original Batman, or if you ever do a Superman movie, you never done a Superman movie. We did not done Supergirl. We done Supergirl, but not Super. Yeah, none of the no, Superman. You gotta get you gotta get some some Christopher Reeve action in there. Um, I don't think any of those yeah. movies are gay though. The second Reeve one, ones. they wear a lot of leather. Superman two might have a little. Superman no, two. Think, I don't think, think so. Gay, come on, though. Phantom Zone. No, Superman three, I Richard mean, Pryor, uh, Richard Pryor. Um, that yeah, lady, yeah. Okay. So turned yeah. into the brainiac, the, lady. the robot. That was, was pretty scary. Good. Yeah, pretty scary. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's our our podcast. It's on uh, you know where you wherever you get your podcasts, <laughs> Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, all that. We'll have a link in the show notes. Yay! Well, they, um, well, yeah, yeah. Thank you, everyone. Check that out, and you thank could, you. Thank you. Your, uh, thank you for doing this. What a treat. You can follow yes, us so. on Twitter and Instagram at two old queens, CWO old queens. Follow me on Letterboxd, where I maintain the current movie ranking. Yeah, so you can email us at two old queens, TWO old queens. Let us know what you thought, if we got anything wrong, if we missed anything. We love hearing from you. Uh, we got a Patreon, too. Uh, coming a big deal. <laughs> Patreon.com slash two old queens. We get uh, even more queenage. Yes, called Tool Queens, the <laughs> retirement plan. We also have merch. If you go to Tee Public and search for Tool Queens, there's a lot of fun stuff you can buy for yourself and your loved ones. The holidays are uh, just about over, but you can just tell them you've ordered it and it's on its way. People and love a percentage of all <laughs> People love a, a gift card. Uh, and a percentage of all the proceeds goes to the Oakwood Project. So you're not just buying merch, you are helping people out. And that's it. We'll see you next time. For yes, Merry uh, Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays, Happy Whatever Hanukkah. You recognize. All your celebrations, safe. your winter celebrations. Enjoy them. Uh, we'll see you next time. Stay safe. Goodbye. Yeah.
Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.